Yeah. Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. It's finished at Sunderland. Manchester United have done all they can. That Rooney goal was enough for the three points. Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli, Aguero! Day two, Nick, of the World Cup quarters. You, you amped? You pumped? Yeah, I mean, this is um, this is going to be a really good day. It's going to be <laughs> this, a really good day. This slate is really good. I don't know. Do you think it would have been made better had Spain beaten Morocco? Nah, I think having I, Morocco in there is is definitely is prime. Definitely, yeah. I mean, obviously, Spain's a bigger name, you know, bigger country, probably draws a bigger crowd. Um, but as far as like talent and skill, I mean, I picked Morocco to qualify and advance for Spain, so I'm I'm all I've been riding this Morocco side since the beginning. Riding the Morocco um, train. Does the I Morocco think- train end here? Yeah. Actually, obviously. hold on, hold on. Before I uh, before I do that, let me read the odds. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler alert! Nick already gave away his pick. All right, Morocco are plus four hundred and forty uh, underdogs. Portugal minus one fifty five favorites. The draw plus two ninety over under split between two and two and a half, leaning more towards the over. Okay, now now you can speak, Nick. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean this one. I mean Morocco has just been a force. And I saw, you know, when I gave out my Morocco to advance for Spain, you know, everyone's kind of like, there's just no way. Like, they're not good. You know, Spain beats up on bad teams. Morocco's a bad team. Um, but they're not. Like, they are. They're sound. Skill, they're sound. They're skilled. Um, they're quick. They're, I mean, just watching them today versus Spain, like they didn't need many chances, but when they did get a chance, like they were close twice to scoring. Um, And just their defense was so good. I mean, they gave Spain nothing. And mind you, Spain just to me, and we talked about this like pre-tournament, just don't have the attacking power. Um, You know, Murata is clearly their best striker and best finisher, and he doesn't even start. I mean, he started on the bench. He didn't come in until 63rd minute, which I don't understand. He's literally scored every all three all three games for Spain. And I think he had 33 minute, 35 minute, and 60 minute were his like times on the pitch for the three games. I mean, and he scored in all three of them, but you don't start him. Like that just made no sense to me. Yeah. Um, so to me, this Morocco side is is very good. Um now we go to the Portugal side. Obviously, they're one of my teams to win it all. Um, I think I've said this before on paper. They are one of the best teams skill wise, talent wise, depth wise in every single position. Um, and they showed it today. I mean, everyone was saying that Switzerland was going to be a tough game. You know, everyone's worried that Switzerland's going to beat them. Portugal's going to have trouble. Switzerland's really good on defense. And they put up six goals. So with Ronaldo on the bench, um, so it's like I don't I don't know what to expect because I I just I've seen Morocco and I've seen how well they've played defense this tournament, uh-huh. um, but I don't think they have faced anything like this Portugal attack. Um, 
so for me, I, I want to go both teams to score because Portugal is still um, vulnerable at the back. Um, you know, they gave up one to Switz, and I think they could do the same thing here, especially if they start running up the score against Morocco. Morocco will probably get, you know, a cheap one, or Morocco scores first, and Portugal has to battle. Um, but to me, I just I feel like this is a Portugal team that's going to advance. I feel like they're going to probably concede at least one, but they should be able to break this Morocco defense that has been so sound. I just I look at the teams that you know Morocco's faced: Spain, Canada, um, Belgium, and Croatia. You know, all teams that don't really have like that pure striker, pure um, just attacking ability um, to me personally. I mean, you look at Belgium. I mean, they're, I, I just don't – I mean, Lukaku was on the bench for that game. You had Hazard um, and De Bruyne. Yeah. So it's like, you know, nothing nothing like Bruno Fernandes, Cristiano Ronaldo, Ramos, or whatever Portugal puts out there. Um so, yeah, for me, it's going to be both teams to score. It's going to be Portugal uh, winning this one. I'll probably take the over two and a half as well because I just feel like they're going to score goals. Yeah. No, I'm taking over two and a half. Um, right now, over two and a half is looking at plus 110. Uh, I'm also taking Portugal on the money line. Um, kudos to Morocco. They played a hell of a game. Like you said, um, they played defensively sound. Uh, Spain has one of their top strikers forwards whatever you want to call Morata um not even starting which was kind of strange and then the bullshit from Luis Enrique and the announcers I think it was maybe it's not it's not the announcer's fault it's it's the the whole um I don't know if you um heard this part when they were talking about how like oh like four years ago Luis Enrique the Spanish head coach told every single national team player to take a thousand penalties at, at their club because they got knocked out uh, four years ago. Um, and I mean, they looked so bad. I mean, so the pen- bad. I'm like, I'm like, these guys are fools. Luis Enrique is gone. Fortunately, that's kind of how it is um, yeah. at the world cup. And I mean, even afterwards he said he took the blame and I mean, you say that as the head coach uh, after you lose to Morocco, um, I'm pretty sure I saw a stat too that said, um, like African teams have lost nine of the last 10 quarterfinals to European clubs, or maybe just nine in a row. I, I don't remember the exact stat, but I mean, on paper, Morocco, Spain should have advanced and the type of talent that Spain have is obviously far superior to Morocco, but give credit where credit is due. Uh, Morocco looked you know, they had some formidable chances and, uh, you know, I think that may carry over into Portugal with a goal or two, but I mean, Portugal put, put it, put it to Switzerland. I mean, that was, I actually took Switzerland, uh, to potentially qualify. I I thought Switzerland were going to kind of keep it competitive and boy, was I wrong because Portugal came, I mean, without Ronaldo too, Portugal do not care what is going on with Ronaldo. And now I'm confident that this will be another game where they're like, okay, Morocco's played 120 minutes. We have to expect them to still have some energy, but I'm, I'm thinking after the, after halftime, Morocco's going to fall off. Like it, 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 Morocco's, there's no way they can play a hundred. 
120 minutes and defend like they did against Spain with the emotions that they did against um, them in the in the in the penalty kick and and beat Portugal. I don't even see this. I don't see this game going past 90 minutes. I just think Portugal are too strong, and Portugal have the greatest, um, you know, one of the great. We'll say one of the greatest finishers um, of all time, and Cristiano Ronaldo on the bench. They don't even need to play him. Yeah, I, I just think that um, you know, Spain are obviously just so possession dominant. So Morocco just didn't have a lot of chances, but Morocco were so sound on the back end and just gave Spain nothing. Um, and Portugal are, can be possession dominant, but they're not. So I feel like Morocco will definitely have more of the ball in this game than they did in the Spain match. Um, which to me thinks that, you know, they'll get some chances. Um, you know what, you know, what leads to, although like possession is always a good thing. You know what too much possession though leads to hmm. turnovers. Yeah. And if a team's not used to if a team's not used to possession, like Morocco's not going to be used to having possession because you know, like you said, against Spain, they did not have the ball as much as they probably. I mean, they probably expected to not have the ball, but going into this one, they probably expect the same thing. And like you said, maybe they'll get some more opportunities and more chances. But I think that also opens the door for uh, Portugal to capitalize by high pressing and uh, catching them off guard because, you know, it's soccer. Their legs are going to be heavy. Um, mm-hmm. They're playing at the World Cup. I I just. I'm worried that although Morocco will have chances because Portugal aren't as offensively um, possession heavy as like Spain were, I don't think Morocco are sound enough to maintain possession. I trust Morocco defensively. Like when they don't have the ball, it's yeah. when they when they have the ball, I'm worried that they, they're going to turn it over. Yeah, this one's tough for me because yeah. obviously like Portugal is my pick to start this thing. Yeah. Um, huge... Ronaldo fan. Um, so I'm rooting for Portugal now that the U.S. is out. But Morocco has just been my moneymaker this fucking yeah. World Cup. And I love watching them play. Um, and I just love the players on that team. Um, so it's I'm really excited for this one. Really excited. I think it's going to be a really good game. I, I hope it's closer than some people may think. Um, and I hope Portugal comes out on top. But uh, yeah, it's. I think it's going to be a really good match. Yeah, I agree. I I think we have our, our work cut out for us this weekend. Uh, let's take a quick break, Nick, to hear from our sponsors. Are you ready to win some money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Looking to get involved in a same-game parlay? WinBet is your home with their WinBet Build Your Own Bet, letting you customize the bet that you want to make. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100 and win $100. There's so much to choose from. All you do is head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. All right, Nick, one more game to go. It is Saturday, December 10th at 2 p.m. Eastern. We have England plus 200 underdogs, France plus 140 favorites. The draw plus 235 over under split at two to two and a half, leaning more towards the over. I'll let you uh, start off with this one, Nick. Who do you have? Huh. Yeah. Um, 
This is another team in England that I just wasn't high on coming into the World Cup. Um, and I just don't know if I should believe in them now. But I'm going to go with France uh, to advance at minus 135. I just think they are in super form right now. Mbappe is playing like the best player in the world. Um, even Giroud has looked phenomenal. You know, just think that Benzema, that was Benzema's spot. Uh, he gets injured. Giroud field, fill, fills in and has a ton phenomenal scoring three goals in this tournament um, and has looked great. And France are just a team that I think take it to England. I know England's another possession dominant team, pass it around, um, kind of lull you to sleep. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, I go back to the USA game because um, I think USA is kind of, they're obviously nowhere near the skill of France, but maybe pace wise and kind of, you know, playing at a faster pace um, really disrupted England a little bit. Um, and I think with the skill that France have, I think that's what's going to happen in this one. Um, obviously, a lot of people are talking about, you know, Kyle Walker versus Mbappe. You know, is he going to be able to slow him down? Um, I think he has some success, but I think just the form that Mbappe's in right now, I really don't think it matters who's back there trying to slow him down. Um, he's just been playing absolutely world-class right now. Um, and I think fr- it's going to be, you know, France, Portugal, Brazil, Argentina, uh, the last four teams standing. Um, and I think, I think this is where England's bus stops. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I'm 100% on France. To be honest, I think this is my strongest play um, out of the, the four games that we have, just because I think the books are uh, valuing uh, England a little too heavily. Uh, I think France are, are extre- I mean, that game, um, and forgive me, Nick, they played uh, off the top of your head. Uh, por- uh, Poland. Poland, thank you. Yeah, granted, mm-hmm. I mean, Lewandowski, I obviously took Poland under... 0.5, and in the 99th minute on a consolation <laughs> goal, Lewandowski gets his World Cup uh, finale send-off. I was so pissed. Uh, long story short, um, regardless of who they were playing, France looked legit. I think France take a, a, a note out of that England-USA game of how to break down England. and yeah, I think we can both agree on this podcast that, that USA probably should have beaten England that day. Um, Mbappe's playing at an unreal level. It uh, doesn't matter who is is playing against. Um, he is able to break them down with speed, with skill. Uh, he's a stud. And then you have Giroud. Um, I didn't re- even realize he was coming up that close as uh, the all-time goal scorer for the French uh, national team. And, I mean, like you said, with Benzema out, it's his it's his position to lose now. I mean, he, he has looked great. He's filled in. Um, France... France have young guns coming up. They have old studs with Griezmann. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't want to butcher his name, but Chu Enemy looks looks really good. Um, I believe you know for their 2018 World Cup win, um, Benjamin Pavard was a starter, and he's relatively, I'm pretty sure, pretty young. But he's off the bench. He doesn't play a ton um, just because they are stacked. Um, the French though, one thing I will note, and, uh, I do like both teams to score at minus 120 in this one. I think books yeah, I was just gonna are say that considering too. it for the French have not, uh, kept a clean sheet at this world cup. 
And even that Poland game, they didn't keep a clean sheet and it went 99 minutes with the extra time. Um, England, I think, are better offensively than Poland. I want to say England are better offensively than Australia. Um, I think I think England do get one. Uh, the over right now, two to two and a half. Let's see. Two goals. Yeah, minus 175. Taking two and a half at plus 110 is... I think is great value yeah. taking both. Honestly, I, yeah, I think I think this game has goals. I um, I, re- I really do. Um, because, like you said, I mean, you know, Poland got one, and you know they produced a one point seven five xG in that game, and they have nowhere near the skill that England has. Um, so England should be able to, you know, on score. They're scoring. They've scored three goals in back to back games. Mind you, it's versus Wales and Senegal, but still, and um, I, you I ran. Know, too right well he scored six first iran and then in between that was uh usa um but yeah they to me they they should definitely be able to find the net maybe once if not maybe twice um versus france side i think it's going to be a game where france is going to have to put up three four goals um if they want to beat this england side and i think they can because i don't think this england defense is anything near what it used to be in years past um, you know, obviously they were missing a bunch of people prior to the world cup on injuries. Um, and with Mbappe, Giroud, Griezmann, Dembele, all them, I mean, just skill, skill. It's going to be pressing that back line for England. And, um, you know, I, I think, I think this is going to be obviously the best attack that England has seen this world yeah. cup. Um, so yeah, I, I like both teams to score. I like the over. I like goals in this one for sure. Yeah, I'm taking uh, the over. I'm taking both teams to score. I'm taking France to qualify at minus 130 as my as my probably top play. All right, so we uh, we have just finished the quarterfinal stage. Nick has uh, Brazil, Argentina in semifinal number one, and then France and Portugal in semifinal number two. Is that correct, Nick? That's correct. All right, I am uh, the exact same. Uh, the only one that I'm that I think may may alter uh, or change is maybe this England France. You know, uh, France have been known to to fall asleep, but um, I, I actually, you know what? No, I'm sorry. It's got to be it's got to be the Netherlands. I, I I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. I picked Netherlands. Yeah. So I have I have Brazil, Netherlands, uh, Portugal, France as my as my final yes. four. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, really, really exciting uh, weekend heading into the holidays. Uh, we'll have the semifinals and finals next week. And uh, before Nick and I say goodbye, we want to thank you guys all with the holidays coming up. Uh, thank you so much for, for giving us uh, this platform to kind of, you know, chat soccer with you guys. Uh, the biggest gift that you guys could give us in return um, is to head over to our Spotify and or Apple, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a like. Give us a thumbs up. Uh, let us know what we're doing. Comments. Um, we also are on Twitter at MLSSGPN. My name is Ty Roder at TRODS1019. And Nick is at Betting the Pitch on Twitter, uh, where you can find us jousting and, and throwing out picks. I know Nick is is on there daily uh, with, with quite a lot of prize picks and, and other player props and whatnot. But uh, yeah, we're, we're excited heading into 2023. We obviously will be back for the semifinals and finals uh, previews, but hopefully... Uh, yeah, there's not there's not too much craziness going on this this weekend because uh, if so, one of us will probably be disappointed. Nick, do you have anything else <laughs> to say to the to the listeners and followers before we send off? Yeah, just um, enjoy it. 
I mean, we have another four years. Left. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we got eight games left or something like that. So, oh, you're um, counting. Enjoy- you're counting the third place. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, it's going to be two good teams. So, um, yeah, I mean, just enjoy it. Um, I know that sometimes people can get caught in the gambling aspect and kind of fall, you know, fall short of enjoying this game of soccer but um just enjoy it uh because you know we have to wait another four years after this so that's kind of what i'm going with mindset uh down the stretch here i really want to enjoy these games because i mean these are the best players in the world the best teams in the world you know the best countries in the world playing right now and you know some of these people some of these guys like messi ronaldo this could be the last time we see them on the stage um so definitely worth just enjoying the moment and uh fucking excited (laughs) oh yeah nick well said well said my friend all right folks nick if you wouldn't mind saying goodbye to the listeners and followers we will see them again for the semifinals goodbye listeners goodbye followers adios later